Hey everybody, it's good to see you all again. This segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode. So in this episode, there is a situation um, towards the end or anywhere in this episode, there is a blank. That means there's no sound coming in the episode. And you might think that is your fault. That is my fault. You can blame me, say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um, what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five-minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one. And enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. Look at this. I am back, guys. Hi. How you guys doing? I know you guys can't respond because this is a recording, not really a live stream. But I'm here. Um, you guys love bands. I decided to do another band. Um, this is Matt Gardner, um, part of a really amazing band called Ground Level Falcons. Um, I put their links down below in the description for you. They are such an incredible group. They're amazing. Um, I got one of the members here with me today, and I'm so honored to meet you. I listened to your stuff a couple weeks ago, and it blew my mind. Nice oh. to have you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on Musical.ly. Uh, great show, and congrats on your, your one year, recent one-year anniversary with the show. So thanks uh, you know, to you and your show and, uh, and all your listeners out there, and pleasure meeting you as well. And yeah, no, thanks so much for, for, for listening to some of the music there a couple of weeks back. And I would be definitely pleased if you listen to, uh, to the new album that we're going to be talking about today, which we will, I'm sure we'll be getting into here. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course, of course. And great call um, mentioning that. We'll get right into it. Um, but thank you so much for all that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now, yeah, you know, you. Um, we got a lot of youngins on um, listening, tuning in, 18, 22, you know, that, that kind of young. So um, for our viewers out there, why don't you get a little rundown about yourself? For sure. Uh, I am definitely not 18 or 22, <laughs> but uh, I guess I was at one point. Uh, so I'm, I, uh, I actually just turned 40 this year. So the band that I'm in, Ground Level Falcons, uh, speaking of anniversaries, uh, we are celebrating our 15th, and, or sorry, 10th anniversary with the band, and it's actually 15th anniversary, myself and Brendan, as far as uh, he's the drummer. And so me and, me and him have been playing together for 15 years. So I uh, got a lot of equity in the band that way. Brendan and I just are kind of on the same wavelength now. Uh, it's almost like I can bring him a song and he knows this right off the bat, even if it's something that's sort of a new arrangement for myself or something that I'm kind of branching out into, uh, he can definitely pick up on it very quickly. So we kind of have that like almost brotherly uh, connection now over 15 years. And the band itself, yeah, 10 years. Uh, so, and yeah, this kind of marks like our 10 year anniversary, I guess. Um, uh, so it's, it's yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Um, 
we started as sort of the uh, the demise of two different bands. So I, I played in Vox Humana, which was my Brendan and myself and uh, Adrian, who was actually uh, came back into the band for um, after about four years off for this album, as well as uh, Greg, who's the bass player. He had been always jamming with us. Like we'd always have these epic, you know, five hour jams where we'd have a bunch of different bands come over. I've always had a studio. I've been lucky enough to have a recording studio or, or you know, a practice studio in my house. And uh, we'd always just have a bunch of bands come over, sort of like-minded people. And it was always a good time, right? So when we were younger, more so in our, you know, our twenties, uh, we'd have this kind of collection of bands that would just come, come over and hang out and, you know, we'd just share instruments and, you know, who wants to play bass now and somebody would sit out and, you know, kind of switch it up that way. And so Greg was always playing with us and performing with us in some fashion or another, but he ended up joining the band officially in 2011 after his band that he was in Axiomatic, who's a fantastic band, by the way, definitely worth checking out. Uh, so then he, he joined the band after that. So it was kind of like a long time coming. We had always been friends. And, uh, so then when he joined, I mean, he's, he, he's the, uh, kind of like the, the music, the classically trained musician of the group. He, uh, he went to a Grand McCune, which is the, uh, the music school here in Edmonton, Canada, where we're from. So he has a performance major. He can play jazz. He can play stand up bass country. Uh, he can play everything. So he, he's a, he's a strong, strong, uh, presence in the band. And it was nice to have him. He was actually off for a couple of years as well. So he came back for, uh, for this album. And yeah, so it's always, so we're back and we're one big happy family again. Uh, you know, so on, you know, on paper that, that worked out very well. But of course there was uh, some trials and tribulations with the, uh, the whole pandemic, obviously. So uh, even having everybody back in the band and you know, being full strength, uh, there was definitely some uh, some challenges with the uh, the lockdowns and the different uh, you know phases of um, you know of the pandemic you know, kind of coming coming through uh, the world as it did. Oh yeah yeah wow okay I I'm sorry I'm just taking it all in um, yeah for sure you guys are very musically inclined I can tell you all have been doing it for a very long time and. Congrats, 10 years, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah thanks, for sure. It's, uh, man, I don't know how it is for you, but I, I, it's kind of like the older you get, the, uh, the quicker time goes by. It's, uh, you know, 10 years. And one, on one side of things, it feels like 10 years, of course, because you, know, you can kind of reflect back on it. But man, uh, it's just, it, it went by very quickly as well. Yeah, and yet, yeah, I feel like that. Every time I age, I always have this weird feeling like, the, like yeah, the, yeah, the more you get older, like, the, um, it feels like you have less time and it feels like time's getting yeah. more faster. Oh, for sure. No, yeah, you get that too, eh? For sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So we're on the same page. Um, but I know the... Um, I know you're excited to talk about your album because it was just released today, right? It was released today. Um, Absolutely, yeah, that's right. So we did, yeah, September, I, I guess time of recording, I'm not sure when, if you post this the same day or whatnot, but uh, yeah, September 22nd, uh, 2021. So it came out today. And uh, as far as, uh, if you, anybody wants to look it up, it's out on Apple Music and Spotify. And there's a pretty much any other, I guess, any other of the, the big hitters, you know, YouTube music, uh, Deezer. I know at the end of the day, the majority of people are, you know, all about uh, uh, Apple Music and uh, uh, Spotify. So those are the two kind of heavy hitters. 
But if there's anything else, I mean, you can pretty much find us anywhere now. There's even like Amazon and like Amazon uh, YouTube Music and all the all the uh, you know Deezer. I want to say iHeartRadio. All the all the different ones, which are of course linked in our uh, in the uh, the Bandcamp account. That's kind of like our hub. And if you want to just check us out at groundlevelfalcons.bandcamp.com, that's kind of like our sort of unofficial website, I guess. And that'll be where you can stream any of our albums. We've got, got our full discography on there. But yeah, the the, uh, the the album came out today, so very excited about that. And that's kind of why we're why we're I'm on the show today is to kind of uh, champion that and and get the word out on that. So. Wow, I'm so excited. I mean, wow. I gotta check it out later. I, I, I would have done it earlier, but um, I just had so much stuff to do. Um, I would have earlier, but now I know and I'm gonna check it out. So yes, um, it's the 22nd and I'm so like happy. This is like your sixth album, right? You made six albums as a group. Correct, that's right. So I. Uh... There's, there was actually, so in 2014 and 2015, we did, uh, it was two EPs. So it was called Revealer Side A, Revealer Side B. So we recorded them as, uh, it's, it's supposed to, it's basically forms as one album. Like if you play, it's kind of like, it, almost like an old school record or vinyl where you have the side A, side B type thing. That's what we were going for with it. So if you kind of combine those two, uh, that is an album in itself but they were released separately. So under that, that light, yes, we've had six releases over the last 10 years. And uh, if, you, if you put them together though, I guess it'd be five full length albums, if you get what I mean with that. But yeah, so this is, um, yeah, this is our fifth uh, full release, I guess six, if you, if you split the two EPs up as we did though. Right, right. But yeah, uh, I'm so happy for you. Um... And yeah, I'm excited. Let's get let's get into it. That's what we're here for. Um, yeah, thanks. Firstly, um, I want to know, like, how long did it take you to complete the album? So yeah, as I, I, I kind of alluded to in my uh, opening monologue there that I had, uh, this one took a little bit longer than we were hoping to, uh, simply because of uh, you know the the stop start nature of of you know everything that happened with the pandemic. So all in all, it took. I want to say just about 18 months. So it's funny the way, you know, timing is everything. The, the way that everything worked with this album is uh, Blair, who was, uh, he was actually, he shows up on the album, but he was, uh, he, he kind of took a, a relief from being like a full-time member uh, all because of the pandemic. Cause he's got five, five kids and he's just, it just wasn't going to be working for him coming back and forth. And um I don't know how it was in your neck of the woods there, but it was, uh, it was a pretty, like, pretty, uh, I guess, aggressive lockdown as far as like the, the first wave uh, in 2020 with the, uh, with the whole COVID thing. So he ended up uh, taking a leave of absence from the band at that point. So I had just brought the songs, this new batch of songs to the band, uh, literally the weekend before that whole pandemic, that first crazy wave, like where, you know, Tom Hanks got in and Australia shuts down and then the whole world shuts down, the NBA shuts down. Uh, I, I had that batch of songs uh, sort of in my back pocket. And I, what basically what I always do is I always go out somewhere, usually to like the mountains or like the, uh, like a cabin somewhere to uh, just basically be away from distraction. And that's where I finalize all my songs, my lyrics, the song ideas. And then I'll record like an acoustic demo of the songs. And then I bring it back to the guys. They can listen to it. And then we start working on them. 
So that was that weekend as we were about to start working on them. And then everything was just like, man, what is going on? Like the world, world's not ending, but the world is certainly changing drastically. So, you know, having said that, we, it was, we kept, kept pursuing the, the songs as best we could uh, under the circumstances uh, for the next couple months. And then at a certain point, uh, Brendan, the drummer, uh, who also has a young family, he's got a couple of young ones with him. Uh, basically had to kind of draw the line. Like they basically said here in Alberta, Canada, like nobody, no gatherings, don't go over to your friend's houses. Like we have to kind of figure this out. And that was September, sort of the cold flu season, September, October of 2020. So there was a big gap. I want to say of close to at least three months, maybe even pushing four where we didn't practice at all. So it was, uh, you know, the songs were just getting to the stage where they're getting refined and they're getting, uh sounding the way that we want them to and then it was just like you know you cut cut the legs out from under you so it was um i think there was just because there was that four month gap that kind of threw us back and then by the time you come back in the new year i think we started jamming and, and rehearsing again early 2021 uh but it's almost i wouldn't say like relearning the songs it's not that i mean that's that's being a tad dramatic but uh they're there was a, a great deal of trying to have to kind of get back on the same page. It's, I guess it's like, you know, the, the old phrase is riding. It's like riding a bike, right? Like you, you're a little bit rusty. Uh, you know how to do it, but it'll, it takes you a little bit to, uh, to get the muscle memory back. So the songs, and by that point, it's like, you know, you're trying to get these songs back and, and it's, I wouldn't say like pulling teeth again, too dramatic, but it's, um, you know, it's, you're almost done with the songs because you're like, you got them to a certain stage, you were happy with them, and then it's blackout. You, you do, you're not practicing, you're not, you know, you're not hanging out, you're not working on the songs. And then you're trying to recreate the magic that you get when you, when you first have the song. Like the inception of a song is the most, to me, the most creative and the most magical time is when you first start playing that song and it's just like, man, and it either clicks or it doesn't. And then if it doesn't, you know, you, you make some adjustments and they're like, okay, there we go. That's how it's supposed to sound. And it's just this magical time so you can't go back and try and recreate that, if you know what I mean. So it was a little bit tricky for us to, uh, to kind of pick that back up. But having said that, you know, we were able to do that. And then by about spring of this year of 2021 uh, is when Greg and Adrian uh, were able to kind of get back in the, in the mix. I was like, you know what, if we're going to be doing remote recording. So there's a lot of, you know, Greg was recording his own stuff and dropping off CDs to me because he's, he's an old school guy. So he does CDs. So yeah, he dropped off all his uh, bass lines that he recorded on CDs for me. And then a or Adrian, who, uh, who actually lives about 14 hours away still, I was like, you know what, like if I can do this with Greg, certainly I can do this with Adrian as well. So I invited him to, uh, to perform with the band again. And he did something similar and just recorded uh, on GarageBand on his iPad and sent me his tracks. So then all of a sudden it's like, man, we got the full band back. And uh, that's kind of what we needed to breathe the life back into those songs because Brendan and I were both kind of looking at these songs going, man, it's, it's really hard to sort of recreate this, uh, this magic that we had, you know, uh, before, you know, before the whole lockdown and everything. So that's kind of what breathed the life back into it. And then by the time, uh, you know, by the time I was mixing it and everything, which is, I want to say the end of the summer here, August, uh, into, you know, close to obviously what we're talking now, uh, man, I, I couldn't be more happy with how everything turned out. So, uh, you know, long story long, I guess, uh, it was close to 18 months and it's just so funny that it happened to parallel 
the pandemic almost entirely. So it's definitely our pandemic album, but I, I'm super proud that we were able to, you know, bring all the elements together the way that we did and, uh, and have it turn out as, in my opinion, yeah, beautifully as it did, uh, despite all the, you know, the kind of trials and tribulations and curveballs that, that were uh, along the way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it looks like you got the pandemic for it, if it wasn't for that, I don't think. I mean, could you imagine your album without the pandemic and you just had a normal kind of like mm. life? You know what, that's a really good question. I've, I haven't actually thought of that, but yeah, like, no, really good question. Um, you know what, honestly, like if you just, just from you, you, you bring that up, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I don't think it would be the same album. Like, I think we, we would have, uh, we'd still be happy with it, but the, the but on there is, um, I don't know if I would have, if with the, uh, the elapsed time that we had and, and the, the fact that we kind of had to go back to the drawing board the way that we did, I don't know if it would be the same one. I don't know if I would have reached out to Adrian. I don't know if I would have had some of the other elements that were incorporated in, into the album as far as, you know, what I was mentioning, like breathing some, some new life into the album. I don't know if we would have felt it necessary to do that. So very good point. Very good question. I think it would have been a little bit more of a stripped down album, a little, maybe a little bit more uh, aggressive sounding, a little more kind of uh, straight ahead rock album. Whereas this one I feel is a lot more, full-bodied it's got a lot of different elements acoustic elements and there's some piano because adrian is uh does the piano and the keyboards which is just as a whole you know other elements to it uh that i honestly probably wouldn't have been in there uh had had we just had we not had the uh the pandemic as you mentioned so no a very good point oh yeah definitely definitely and i'm so happy because you use the pandemic as a productive time you know because Definitely. Well, yeah. people were freaking out. Um, you took the time and you were like, I want to release the album now. And, well, not release it. Like, I want to work on the album, is what I should have said. I right. want to work on it. And you did the best you could. And now you got this, I'm going to just say five. You're actually six. I'll just say six. You're six. Yeah, album. yeah. Uh, you have that, which that's a huge accomplishment. Because... Um, Little Mix also uh, believe they are releasing their, they released their six. So you're right along with them, which I'm, that, which that's so amazing. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. No, it's, um, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, like you were saying, I guess like, that's, you know, there's almost two camps, like when you're talking about with the pandemic, I don't know how it was for you. It sounds like you were you quite productive as well. Uh, you know, as far as, you know, getting your podcast going and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I, I find that there's, there's sort of two camps. There's the people that were having a real tough time with finding a routine and finding a way to stay productive. And then there's the people that somehow managed to excel or do different things that they weren't able to do without the pandemic, I guess, without the, the, the restricting parameters that the pandemic sort of put upon us. So for me, I work really well when I have, I guess, deadlines and I have, um, I don't know, like, yeah, for me, it was as soon as my gym shut down, uh, you know, down the, down the road, I, I made a home gym. 
uh, as soon as instead of going, wow, what am I going to do now? And, and, you know, putting on the whatever it is, the pandemic 10 pounds or whatever that, that people, <laughs> people were putting on. <laughs> I, I was working, I was working out every day in my home gym. And like, so I created, and it wasn't like I dropped a bunch of money. I just found some stuff around the house that I can, I could use to, uh, to, you know, substitute for weights and that kind of thing right so uh and to your point yeah like the album like i wasn't going to you know we and as far as performing as well obviously we're not out performing at the moment but uh we've been doing facebook live and you know you find a different way right so regardless of what situate life situation uh comes your way it's it's kind of your choice as far as how productive or how happy or how content or grateful uh, you will remain. So no, it's a, a not, again, again, very good point as well. Like a very good thing to, to touch on. Right. It, and I'm not sure, like how, how is it, you know, in your, is it Chicago? Is that where you're based on? Um, no, a little bit south. I live in Texas. Okay. Oh, in Texas. Sorry about that. I thought I, I must be mixing up shows here, but so Texas. Okay. So how is it for you guys as far as like the pandemic? How did that, how was that? Uh, how did that affect your workflow and your pro productivity? I'm just curious. Oh, good question. Good question. I was just about to do this switch over later on, but um, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I actually like this. Um, okay. The pandemic was a lot for me. Um, I did not know about the pandemic until late February. Um, late February was when I knew about it. And first of all, I took it as like a fab, like I took it as like a rumor kind of thing. Like totally. this thing is not real. Like it's <laughs> like yeah. joking or it's like a country kind of thing. But yeah. then um, when I went off for spring break, um, because every year I go off on vacation known as spring break. Um, when I went off on spring break, I started to get news and then I found out that I could not go back to work and I could not go back in person. They closed up a lot of stores. They closed up a lot of places um, and masks. Um, I had to start wearing masks, which I was not very comfortable at in the first place. Mm. So that happened. Um, and it was a lot for me in the beginning it was because it was a lot of adjusting. It was a lot, but after a few months, once you get into the use of routine and everything, that works. And I did a lot of virtual stuff. In fact, this podcast um, started because of the pandemic. So I'm oh, saying cool. if the cool. pandemic wasn't here, this show wouldn't be here. So if I had like a new oh, wow. kind of life, then this show probably wouldn't be here. I probably would be doing like, like other school stuff or I'd be doing like something completely different. So right, I'm right. Sure. Interesting. Yeah, definitely 100%. That's uh well I mean that's a that's a so do you do, do you think you'd ever would have gotten into podcasting uh you know if, if a couple of years down the road or sometime was it always something that you had in your you know periphery as far as like yes I I do want to do that at some point and this just expediated it this being the pandemic expediated that or was it hey like I I got some extra time here so what kind of things can I do like which school of thought I guess did you have. Oh, very good question. Very good question. I haven't got that one yet. Nice. Um, yeah, of course. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I had no intentions of making a podcast. Honestly, I had, um, I had, firstly, I had no idea how to start one, first of all. And I didn't really, since I didn't know what podcast was, I didn't really have any interest of 
Mm. doing one i've had ideas when i heard of podcasting i've had like tons of ideas but overall i didn't wake up one day and was like i'm gonna do a podcast today like um sure sure it was like a different kind of way that it came to me um and if it wasn't for the pandemic again um then this wouldn't be here yeah it's interesting yeah but i wonder how much i I, i'm always fascinated with and it can really i guess empathize with with like parents that have had you know babies during the pandemic man that's got to be crazy so i'm just thinking of any you know anything that's happened during this you know this unprecedented time of the last 18 months just uh, there's probably so many like you say different creations podcasts different um you know albums that are going to be coming out movies that they've been holding on to that they've been producing as best they can that are going to get released here so it's going to be really interesting to see all that comes out of this uh you know moving forward i'm I'm, yeah it's going to be definitely curious to see how everybody uh you know you'll be really be able to tell who had a you know hard time with it mentally uh as far as you know they're, they're not going to have anything to show for it and then there's going to be a bunch of people that are that have thrived and then have you know are going to be releasing over the next you know four to six months potentially yeah definitely 100 percent. you're on the right road with that you're on the right track with that but i did appreciate cool. you asking me those were really good questions i appreciate oh yeah thanks for sure no i'm definitely curious because as soon as i kind of perked up when you had mentioned you know, one year, I'm like, wow, so you, you know, doing simple math, I'm like, well, you definitely, obviously, you started during the pandemic, so I was kind of curious, uh, you know, how that came about for you. Well, yeah, yeah, and everybody always asks me, like, how it starts, um, and when I always tell them, I always tell them the same thing, I got bored, I need something to do, I got a this thing, <laughs> right. I transferred from just hip-hop to everybody, and now I got this thing going. That's cool. So yeah, I mentioned, I know we'd had a little bit of back and forth there as far as, cause I had initially just from the, the title of your podcast, I just, uh, you know, when I threw out the, uh, the, uh, the invite to you, or, uh, you know, the, I guess invite for lack of a better term uh, to you. And just to, just to see if uh, you, you were uh, doing all sorts of bands and you had mentioned, yeah, all, all types of music. So, mm-hmm. so that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I, I like that type of format. I like, um, I like the, the name of your podcast, very snappy. But then I also like how you are very open to, you know, all types of genres, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely 100%. And the name throw things off, so they'll be surprised when they watch the show and they'll think it's just rap, but it's not. Right. Yeah, totally. I could surprise them. That would be (laughs) That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I love it. Yeah. I love it. My friend was even telling me a couple months ago that I should change the name. I was like, nah, um, I'm just going to surprise them and um, they'll see. They'll see. Yeah, no, exactly. It's uh, it's just kind of one of those things like initially, you know, people read it and maybe go, okay, well, maybe pit- there's a potential of pigeonholing. But as soon as you have, I mean, you already got a year's worth episodes. Anybody that you know, anybody can go look at your body of work now and go, okay, no, no, there's, there's more than that going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, we just went over a hundred episodes. So that was like insane. Oh, that's fantastic. So you're doing a couple of weeks then you must be. Mm-hmm. I do two oh. weeks. Sometimes I do three a week. If it's like a big, wow. 
man, good for you. Like that's uh, there's not too many people that can keep up, uh, keep up with that. Like there's uh, people will get into it and they come out strong out of the gates and you know, they'll do a, you know, a couple episodes for the first week. And then before you know it, it's like one episode every 10 days, and then it's one episode every month. Right. So for you to consistently do that, like kudos to you. Oh, thanks. You got to keep the audience active. You got to keep them going. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. No, that's, that's, that's great. That's uh, yeah, really happy to hear that you're doing with that show. And I saw you, do you have plans to keep it up with that pace? Like, are you, or, or are you eventually thinking, you know, okay, maybe one a week is, is good or kind of, I guess, to uh, sort of play, play it by no, ear for now. I do not plan to stop it whatsoever. I'm going to keep doing Monday and Friday. I love what it's right. doing and I'm going to keep going. That's awesome. Good for you. No, congrats. That's uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's noble. And uh, obviously you're, you're, you're a hard worker yeah, to be able to keep up that pace for sure. Oh, thank you. You're too Yeah, nice. for sure. All right, but seriously, we're here for you. So first, um, well, actually, nextly, I wanted to ask, um, how did COVID play a part in this whole process? How did COVID get in tied with this whole album? So basically a lot of uh, sort of what we mentioned before as far as it, it more or less COVID itself just paralleled the album almost to the day like when we when we first started working on the songs to when we're releasing it here today right it was very much a um a background noise oh my more than that even it was, it was you know background noise the whole time but there was certain times where it would actually step in and <laughs> and cancel uh, what was going on so uh, as as mentioned you know the four months the four month gap of not performing or playing or doing anything I, that's the longest gap that I have personally ever had. Um, and this is the longest gap I've had, uh, like without performing live as far as live at a music venue since I was probably 18. So it's been a very, very long time. Uh, basically since I got into performing music, th this has been the longest stretch that I haven't played out at a, you know, pub, at a nightclub or whatnot. So that is, yeah, very, uh, very interesting, um, you know, turn of events. Uh, but uh, luckily there is, I mean, the time that we live in, it's, it's wonderful that there is the technology that we can do, you know, type these types of things, zoom calls, uh, there is Facebook live. So we started doing some performances with that and that is a whole different type of performance. I mean, it still allows you to interact with your audience. I mean, we talked about that as well, you know, it's important to keep your, your audience engaged. Uh, so, you know, with Facebook live, it's quite fun because they can, they, you know, they can, uh, you know, type in comments as you go and you can kind of do shout outs. So, you know, it's, a, it's the next best thing to playing in front of a live audience, uh, because even if you know you're, you're looking at your iPad and it's filming you and you're performing, you, you're still going to play more crisp and sharper than you would if you were just jamming, you know, just the two of us, right? If it was just Brendan and I, for example. Uh, so as soon as you have that, that little bit of, um, you know, I guess something holding you a little more accountable and knowing that people are watching you. Yeah. It, you, you can't see them like they aren't in the same room as you, but you know that they're on the other side of the, uh, of the, the other side of Facebook live and they're commenting and it, it yeah, it's a really cool experience. Actually. It was something that, um, again, we kind of talked about this, you know, it's, uh, it's something we'd always sort of talked about the Facebook live thing, but we probably wouldn't have bothered doing it or looking into it, uh, you know, nearly as quickly, had we not had to, and we felt that we, we had to at this point because that was the only way to kind of keep our audience engaged. So there was that side of it. The other side of it as well, though, is uh, 
it, it did give us a chance to have a little bit of a break too, because uh, as far as putting information out about us, uh, I kind of felt that, especially after the last album that we had, as, as well as it was received, uh, I had been kind, well, not kind of, I had been very much pushing the two albums that we did, the 2017 album, uh, The New Wilderness, and 2019, Good Living Foundation. I basically pushed them and the singles off of those albums back to back. So it was almost a four year period straight of just nonstop, you know, Twitter account activity, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and live shows. So at a certain point, you can kind of feel where your audience is getting a little bit fatigued from, <laughs> from constantly hearing about like, oh, the new single is you know, getting played in Australia or this or that. As cool as it is, uh, I, sometimes it's good to have a break because absence can make the, the heart grow fonder as the saying is. So I kind of felt that a little bit intuitively that we needed to give the band a little bit of a break anyways. So it actually worked out very well. So the last, I want to say the last eight or nine months, I pretty much went, uh, you know, blackout on any social media account as far as the band went, just to give us a break and let things air out. And, you know, people are worried about other things right now. They don't want, need to hear about, you know, what, what, what the, our band is doing necessarily right so we kind of did a couple of surprise facebook lives just randomly we wouldn't advertise them we just go on and you know play a few songs and and interact with some the audience but other than that i was 100 percent silent and that was intentional just to kind of give a, a bit of a gap knowing that i was going to <laughs> come back on in around this time with the album and everything and kind of resurface essentially right so that was uh that's kind of the, the story behind you know, how the, the COVID and the pandemic affected us as, as a band and, and, uh, and our business, uh, the way that we were treating our business, I guess. Oh, interesting, interesting. And I love the concept of Facebook Live concerts. I mean, I also did virtual concerts with a record label. Oh, cool. It is. It's such a, it's, it's a unique way. Like, I, I almost, man, I almost want to stay in uh because we have like my home studio right i almost kind of want to stay down there because uh we're kind of getting used to um you know not having to pack up pack up the gear pack up the band drive to the venue wait around for sound check there's so much stuff that, that you know that's great about performing live that you can never replicate like that adrenaline dump that you get from playing in front of people and it's just uh, there's just nothing like it right but by the same token uh there's mm -hmm. nothing like there's nothing like being able to perform in front of uh, people from your own studio and uh, you don't have to do all that uh, you know the packing up and all that too so uh, <laughs> so it's kind of yeah it is you're right though it's it's a it's a fun way to do it and uh, I'm glad that we were sort of forced to start doing it and I, I think it's something regardless of what happens in the next few years few years we're going to continue to do the Facebook lives uh, throughout the year awesome that is awesome news and hey if you're ever looking to go outside of Facebook. Um, I don't know if you know us, but um, we have our very own um, Instagram. And I've told people a lot about, you know, I'm also doing a concert together. So who knows if oh. you ever stumble upon, um, if you ever stumble upon us on Instagram, please um, consider like signing up if you want. Oh, for sure. I definitely will. Is the, uh, the Instagram, what is your Instagram handle? Is it the same uh, as the podcast? Uh, yep. It's called Rabbit All Podcast. Okay. Excellent. I will definitely look you guys up for sure. 
that sounds that sounds great. So you guys are kind of uh, doing the um, the same sort of thing, eh? You're putting on some uh, some like Instagram live type performances. Um, we do like um, so basically we uh, we put to, we have everybody participating record a video of themselves. They send it over. We edit the videos together into a concert format with presenters and everything. Then we stream oh, wow. it live on YouTube and Twitch, and we put highlights all over Instagram and all over social media. That is so cool. That is really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out. That sounds that sounds amazing. So how many uh, performers would you have in any given event, per se? Is there like, you know, five or, five or six yeah. or it kind of varies? Oh, okay. All right. Good question. Um, right now, um, we're aiming to do like a two-day event. Um, last oh, event wow. we did, we had about 17 people. And now the concert is over 200 views on YouTube, which that's a huge Nice. Yes. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's great. So cool. That's a really good idea. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're ever around the corridor and you're looking for something fun to do, please check out my Instagram. It's at Rapper Out Podcast, and I would appreciate a follow. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding about the follow part. But, um, oh, no, no, no. no don't kid about that. We'll definitely we'll follow each other. How about that? Oh, great idea. Great idea. I'm on the app right <laughs> now. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. We'll do that for sure. Awesome. Yep. Just follow right away. I'll get the notification. I'll follow back. And yeah. Okay. Let me find you here. I'm going to get online while I'm. Uh... Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Let's look you up right now. Oh, and when this gets released, which will be later, you'll get your own personalized cover. If you notice on our page, I have done covers for everyone. everyone oh, cool. On the cover. So that's so that's like really amazing. Super cool. Oh yes. Okay. Oh, I think I found you. Uh, so wrap it up. Official. No, it's wrap it up podcast. Oh, weird. I was wondering why that didn't come up. Okay, so I just followed somebody else. Wrap it up. It says wrap it up podcast, and then the is the handle wrap it up official. Oh dang, um, those are other ones. I've seen those. Oh, ones, so. okay. Um, are you on Instagram right now as we speak? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you know? Have you found us? Do you know where we are? It might be easier if you follow, and then I can follow you back. Uh, so it's ground level falcons, where there's an underscore between each word. So ground underscore level underscore falcons yeah um ground level i type very fast so this won't take me long oh nice oh yeah ground level yes sorry to interrupt the interview y'all um this is yeah yeah <laughs> it has to be done though we have to we have to we have to follow each other here yeah of course we have to yeah just found you Oh, beauty, beauty. Yep, and just followed okay. you right now. Okay, I'm sure it'll come up momentarily. Oh, and I'll just DM you the information for the concert. Um, yeah, for sure. Let us know. Let us know. We'll definitely, uh, we'll, we'll, we'd love to do a few songs and send them off to you. That'd be, that'd be brilliant. Yes, absolutely. Um, that'd be great. Yeah, so I'll definitely have to message. Um, I'm good. I'll send you one right now. 
And y'all can wait for a little bit. Stop judging us. Yeah. Sometimes that's how it goes. Okay, yeah. Uh, there we go. I saw you. Uh, so I should you should get a follow as well. I don't know if you want to confirm, but it looks like we followed you back there. So we're good. Yep, just saw you. Yes, and I already Beautiful. sent you information. Okay, perfect. No, that sounds great. Excellent. I love it. Love it. Yay. So whenever nice. you get back to Instagram, there's the form. Go ahead and sign up. We'd love to have you guys on. Oh, sounds good. Oh, yeah, I saw that in the... Yeah, I got it. Beauty. For sure. No, absolutely. I'll, we'll, we'll fill out the form and we'll go from there. Thanks for the invite. I really appreciate it. Yay, you made my day. <laughs> you made my day. Oh yay. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, yay. excellent. All right. Um, I'm sorry y'all. Um about that, but y'all can wait. That was really important. That was. That's how you gotta conduct some business sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Take notes. Anyway, um going on, um, because I know this is about yes. your album. Um anyway. Well, what were the lineup changes for the album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it definitely interesting stuff. Kind of touched a bit on that as well. Uh, so that was, so Blair, as mentioned, he was our uh, our full-time keyboard, uh, keyboard member for, I want to say about a year and a half. So basically what happened is 2017, we lost um, three members, actually. So, uh, so Greg, the bass player, uh, he got married and his, his wife was about seven months pregnant when they got married. So he needed to take some time and, and be, uh, you know, Papa Greg. So, <laughs> so he had a little bit of family life going on there. So he took a leave of absence. Uh, Adrian ended up moving for a job and for, he, he had also gotten married. Adrian was the lead guitar and uh, the key, uh, also keyboards. And he ended up moving about 14 hours away to Victoria, BC, which is on Vancouver Island. And uh, yeah, so he had been gone for, uh, I want to say about three or four months before Greg left. So, and then uh, we actually had one of my best friends, Brent, uh, he was going to take over uh, the guitar for the guitar role for Adrian. And very unfortunately and tragically, Brent uh, passed away. He was uh, diabetic and he had had a, a really bad diabetic seizure and he was uh, living alone. So he was unable to get any help for himself and he actually passed away a couple of weeks before our CD release for uh, the 2017 album. So that was, um, yeah, that was kind of a kick in the kick in the yam bag, as you can imagine for all of us. He's such a great guy. And uh, yeah, just definitely threw some, um, yeah. So we did the album for him and the CD release for him and all that. And, you know, um, you know, I still obviously feel his presence, right? I, we got to, we got a, you know, picture of him up in the studio where he used to, to play and all that. So it was a, uh, you know, went from five five members to uh, to two members. So it was back to Brendan and I. And if you remember, uh, as I mentioned, Brendan and I had been playing together for five years before uh, Ground Level Falcons even formed. So, uh, so Brendan and I had 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 experience playing as a two piece, kind of like the uh, the White Stripes or the Black Keys kind of kind of sound, right? So we had been doing that for for years before Ground Level Falcons. So it initially it sounded like a good idea. And we were excited about it and we were going to make the best of it. But um, it was, yeah, you know what? It was, it was, it was tricky. The first, the first couple months, it was just like, man, like how, how are we going to make this work? We went from five member band to two members. It was back to, back to the drawing board with us. 
but it, it ended up being a very creative time uh, as soon as we could kind of get through the um, the initial um, yeah, I guess just the initial change of, of this wall of sound that we had developed, like Adrian was hopping in and doing backing vocals and, and, you know, you have these three guitars, uh, you know, that are just this layered wall of sound, almost kind of like a Pearl Jam kind of sound. And then uh, all of a sudden you're back to the stark uh, drums, and, uh, drums and guitar sound and, and no backing vocals. And it's just kind of like, oh, so how do, how do we, how do we make this work? So that was our 2019 album. Uh, I ended up just doing some, little bit of smoke and mirrors what I did is I started playing my guitar uh, through a splitter so I would send it through a bass amp uh, with an octave pedal on it so it would just sound like a bass guitar uh, and then play through you know my normal guitar amp so that kind of took up the um, you know the the lack of bass guitar and then that's when we uh, we had Blair come on so Blair had kind of always been uh, helping us out with different uh, spots on different albums leading up to that uh, so he hopped in and started doing keyboards for us. And then that kind of filled out some of the, uh, the missing ear candy that, that was missing from Adrian and Brent no longer being in the band. So that's kind of what, what we rode with for the next year and a half or two years uh, between, you know, 2019 and now. And then right, uh, as I mentioned, right at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, Blair ended up taking a leave of absence or basically quitting as far as being a full-time member. So he was still on this album that we're talking about today, like the one that we just released, but um, he's, he doesn't show up for practices necessarily. He, he contributes by, you know, giving some pre-recorded uh, pre-recorded material basically for us to, to use on the album. And that's kind of his role now. So that was, uh, yeah, interesting. So he, he left, but by that point, uh, Greg was able to come back into the band. So he had been, after about three years off, he came back in and, uh, you know, and then that was basically, he'd been back for, I want to say about six weeks and then everything shut down. So then uh, it was about another four months where we just stopped playing altogether. So it was great to have him back in the band. And then it's just like, we, we stopped as a band and just as a country, as, as a city, we just, everything shut down. So, so it was kind of like, you know, you have them back for two, two months and then, you know, after a three year absence, and then it's like right back to uh, not playing again. So, yeah. So then by, and then as we kind of mentioned earlier in the interview as well, by the time we got back to this whole recording, it was kind of like, you know what, there, we've learned how to use technology uh, in a more productive way than we have ever had before. Uh, so that's where we had the idea to bring back everybody, all these different members from the past into the album, which has ended up what, 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 what happened. So I, I have everybody that has contributed at some point in any of the other albums that we've had have made at least a cameo role in this album, which I'm very proud of. So even Brent, what I did with Brent, it's kind of like the, uh, like the Brandon Lee in the movie The Crow, I took I took some uh, audio of Brent, uh, obviously before he passed away. So it was uh, the first band that me and Brent played in, uh, and this is back in oh the early two thousands. And so I was able to uh, to splice in some of his uh, his audio on the last song, which is uh, Skyline, which is the title track of the album. So Brent actually makes an appearance. So it's kind of cool that I was able to get him on the album. And then basically everybody else that's contributed to the band over the years shows up. Most of them show up on that, that last song, song eight is kind of like this, um, like, I guess, mural or collage of different sounds uh, to kind of end the end of the album, kind of a psychedelic kind of dream sequence almost that, that being uh, song eight skyline. 
And that's where we have all the different uh, members of the bands uh, over the years, all the different iterations of the bands kind of come together in, uh, in one happy family at the end of the album. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the whole story about uh, you know, the lineup changes. Oh, wow. That's like a lot itself. For sure, for sure, yeah. I mean, that's, that was so much. I felt all the, on then everything. That's good. I mean, that, cool. must have been like, that must have been so rough to have to go through all the, and having to, having to put a group on the same time. For sure. I mean, it, it is, it's, it's a challenge, right? But it's, um, yeah, it, it was definitely challenging, but it's, uh, it's kind of one of the, it's like, it's like life, right? It's a life, life happens, life, and you know, you gotta, it's, it's, it's more or less how you react to something. I mean, there's, is there good or is there bad, or is it how you react to it at the end of the day? And that's, that's, that's kind of how we, how we, we, we try and, uh, you know, present it. It's like, if, if something, comes at you that is unexpected you look at as a as an opportunity as opposed to a you know as as opposed to somebody out to get you or or a, a pitfall or a reason to quit or give up or something we just we look at it as an opportunity okay how can we turn this into a positive yeah exactly and that's awesome i applaud you on that thank you yeah of course of course um of course um God, my mind is somewhere else. Um, you know, sometimes when your mind's like one place and then you lost it, then you gotta go and find it. That sort of thing. Oh yes, I know the feeling. That's great. That's good. Now, I want to know overall how to describe the sound of this album. Oh. Yeah, no, good question. Good question. That one, uh, you know, and we were kind of talking about it earlier too. Um, I, I. I think I've kind of just started coming to terms with with the, the overall sound of this album because it was it is it was pretty unexpected just because of uh, you know everything that we've talked about in this interview. It's um, I had a vision for the album as as far as just kind of being a uh, a straight ahead rock album as kind of we mentioned having Greg come back in and and more of a stripped down um, straight ahead uh, you know electric guitar. Uh, you know, fuzz, fuzz pedal, uh, a lot of fuzz pedals and distortion and that sort of thing. That's kind of how we were leaning towards uh, having the sound come out, but it's, it's really not that at all. It ended up something completely different. So there's a lot of acoustic instruments. There's uh there's some piano, there's a lot of different uh, keyboard and, and synthesizer uh, textures that have shown up. Uh, we had Olivia come back. She, she performed the last two songs of, uh, of the, the album. Uh, previous to this so she came in uh, as yeah just sort of a, a surprise at the end of the last album and she shows up and does all the songs in this album so you know you got the female backing vocals in there for uh, you know she's in every song there's a couple songs we do um, straight up basically duets and then there's other songs there she's just kind of uh, coloring things in the background right so you add in acoustic instruments you got the the piano and the, the synthesizer um, and the, just the different layerings of guitar and the female backing vocals. And before you know it, the album, man, they took on a whole different uh, sonic, I guess, sonic uh, theme and sonic, uh, I guess, landscape, which is, 
and super proud of it though because uh, it really surprised me it was uh, uh, I got um, I always know that it's uh, I'm going to be happy with the album when I listen back to it I usually go for a jog and just have that sort of uh, that you know get that ju- the, the runner's high and then while you're listening to the album as well and you kind of get that goosebump feeling on your arms and I was like, man, this is something special. Like, I think it really turned out very nicely. And I, you know, I say that from being a spot of humble and being <laughs> from a spot of being like grateful for everything that's happened, right? I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> brag or anything, but by the same token, I want to celebrate the fact that this album sounds amazing. It really turned out very beautifully considering, uh, you know, what your question, very good question is like, you know, how, how, how would you describe the sound? Well, there's quite a story behind that, right? As far as what we initially thought it was going to sound like versus what it sounds like today and what you're going to hear it sounding like when you do get a chance to listen to it. Very different. And, uh, and, and having said that, it's, uh, I'm, I'm more happy with how this turned out, the finished product, than had, you know, than had we just stuck to our guns and just gone with a kind of more straight at rock album. So this is our most complete album and the most layered album uh, that we've ever done. Oh wow, wow. Okay, so, uh, very interesting. Very interesting. I'm taking it all in for myself. It's a little. Yeah. It's a lot for me, so I'm just taking it in. You know, just. Yeah, of course. One by the time. Um, which yeah, this album looks amazing. Um, and speaking about the album, um, did you have any other stories you'd like to share with us about the album? Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, thanks for uh, for the opportunity to. So one thing that we we like to do with uh, with all our the, the ground level Falcons albums are, and we, we don't force it upon anybody per se, but we always have uh, like a storyline that's sort of uh, based on like it's usually a fictional storyline that it's, it kind of goes on in the background. And and the reason for that is I've always been a fan of albums that you want to play song one through song twelve, right? You want to listen to it in sequence. This, the album itself tells a story, if you get what I mean. So, and that's what we've always been sort of prided ourselves on doing as well. So, so this one is, um, I guess, I'll, I'll kind of give you some point forms about it. So the, the reason it's called Skyline is um, it's, there's a, a, a hike that's close by in the Canadian Rockies that's about four hours away from where we live here in Edmonton. And it's called the Skyline Trail. So I got this idea um that basically these there's like uh i always like to do the the relationship uh type type stuff like uh as far as themes i always find it's very universal like love and and a relationship and people can relate to like the heartbreak of a breakup and so forth so that's kind of what this album is about is is uh like when you've broken up with somebody so the protagonist that being like my character i guess the, the the character that i'm portraying on the album and then Olivia is the female of the, uh, the couple that has broken up. So we basically used her in such a way uh, that is, it's almost like she is in his head as far as like on the, for example, on the first song, she's the way that we mixed her is a little bit more like almost like a haunting kind of in the background with some reverb. So it's kind of like he's trying to get her out of his head sort of thing. Right. So if you listen to the album from song one through song eight, her, like Olivia's performance will very much tell a story as does the rest of the, 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 the songs, but specifically her character plays a, a very central role to, uh, to the, the storyline. So back to the skyline trail as uh, is in Jasper here. So 
Uh, I, I was looking at it. I've never done the trail, but uh, my brother and I always do uh, like a yearly hike. So we're, we're eyeing up next year uh, as far as doing the Skyline Trail. So basically what it is, is uh, it's a 27 mile hike and uh, there's five different campsites uh, throughout the hike. So I was looking at it as far as like the numerology of, okay, you got campsites, you got the beginning and the end of the hike. So you got seven. So we basically essentially have seven songs on the album. Like it has eight listed, but the first, uh, the first song is just like a little intro or like interlude, kind of like the opening credits to a movie type situation. So basically as soon as uh, song two, which is the first official song, if that makes sense, the human trigger. So that's, uh, and then the rest of those, if you count downwards, that's seven. So basically each song represents a spot on the skyline trail hike. And then to further that, I know this is getting a little bit out there, but um, the, uh, each song represents uh, one of the seven state stages of uh, recovery of, or of grief. So when you're going through a, a breakup or you've uh, you know, heard some bad news or something, uh, I'm sure you've heard of like the seven stages of, of recovery. So there's you know, shock and denial, uh, pain and guilt, uh, anger, depression, the upward turn, reconstruction, and then acceptance and hope at the end. So each song represents a different spot on the trail, uh, the Skyline Trail, as well as represents a different stage in the, uh, the stages of recovery. So that, you know, the album kind of tells that story, the story of a breakup and the story of the seven stages of, a, uh, of recovery, as well as, um, you know, using the Skyline Trail as kind of like a metaphor for that exact story as well right so uh obviously that's uh, not for everybody like not everybody needs to to know that much about you know the, the, some people just want to hear the songs and and that's perfectly fine so we don't really shove that down anybody's throats as far as like no you have to listen to it in in sequence because of this and this because that's not for everybody and if, some people do like just enjoying the music and they don't need to hear the whole backstory about you know but i personally just the way that i like to create i love having different layers of things and then I, I i tend to think that people that do want to hear about this kind of thing uh this just helps them identify with the album that much more so that's kind of what we like to do with our albums i know that's that seems a little bit um you know maybe a little bit layered and a little bit convoluted but uh i personally that's how i like to uh like to present art and present my art and uh and the guys like it too right because you, i usually come up to them and go hey it's almost like presenting like uh, the theme of like a movie right so then when we're performing it they all know okay well song three is uh or song four i guess would be blood memory and this one is about anger and bargaining yeah, as far as a stage and this is what halfway through the hike so it's almost like you can kind of change your mindset and you can really get into like the story of it, right? And then all of a sudden it helps with the performance piece because you know where you are in the story and then it gives the rest of the bandmates uh, something to kind of go off as well, if that makes sense. Yeah, most definitely. And don't be, um, I wouldn't be ashamed of the process. I really, I really think it's amazing that the whole process is, that you give the whole, you give everybody associated and you give the song their own story and their own, um, like, like yeah, the whole story. And I love it. Um, and at the end you get a whole movie and a whole book for an album. And that's like, uh, that's really like genius to me. Oh, thank you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Like you blew my mind when you started 
you know, telling me about stories, and I'm like, oh my god, like that's genius songwriting. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, definitely the the way that I like to present it, right? It's just and it's there. If if people if people want to get into it and kind of get get into the backstory of it, they can. But if they want to just enjoy the music, they can too. It's it's a it's sort of a personal taste or personal choice at that point. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And overall, you got that great album going, which I'm so I'm so happy. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, of course, of course. And I know this whole time has been about the album, but I also want to be in, in touch with you if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you if this is okay too. Um, I wanted to firstly ask though, how the whole band get together and how how did your whole musical journey start? So yeah, so the band uh, as I kind of mentioned earlier in the interview, uh, so Brendan and I have been playing since 2006. So June, 2006, it was a uh, man. He was, he was, I want to say he was 17 or 18 and I was maybe 23 ish. So yeah, it was a uh, man a while ago now. Uh, so, and we had just, we we're both from, from British Columbia, uh, which is the, uh, the neighboring province to Alberta. And we just ha- happened to meet out here. And you can always kind of tell, um, I don't know how it is for, for you, like if, if you're from Texas or if you, you, you say, for example, if you've gone traveling somewhere and you meet somebody that you've never met before, but you can, you both happen to be from Texas and you can kind of just, you have that bonding moment. You're like, oh, okay. You, you kind of just are like kindred spirits almost, right? So that was kind of us. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really happy because that we, we started playing together because I, I was always... I shouldn't say always the last couple of years leading into that I had been um, kind of a, the side, the side man uh, of a band. Like I'd been just the guitar player. I uh, still writing a lot of the music, but I wasn't, uh, I always wanted to be the, the, the singer. I just, I liked my own lyrics. I liked, I just, I, I guess I'm a bit of a control freak at the end of the day. I like to have uh, my, you know, my finger on a lot of the, the different, uh, aspects of what's going on i've always been a singer songwriter i've always liked doing recording you know the audio engineering the mixing the editing so you know maybe i do take on too many roles but i just i i enjoy it all so i've always been very interested in all of it so uh it wasn't really working for me being um you know just just quote unquote a guitar player so i was kind of uh i don't know i just didn't have the, the best chemistry with with the band i had been in uh, for the last couple of years leading into that. And I didn't feel very fulfilled. And um, yeah, and then I, I, I met Brendan and he had just moved to town. And, um, and it was just kind of one of those things like when we're at a house party or whatever, like, oh man, yeah, we should jam. It's kind of one of those things where you, just, you say it and you never know if it's actually going to happen. And uh, just by happenstance one night, we were both at a uh, nightclub, uh, like one of the bigger ones in town too. Like it's, you know, probably... And how many people would have been in there? A good five or 600 people anyways. And we were both just on the floor and we walked by each other. And I was just like, oh, hey, what's up? And, you know, and he, and he goes, hey, like, are we actually jamming together sometime? I'm like, yeah, totally. Like, I, I again, it just seemed like one of those throwaway things you say when you, you've had a couple of drinks or whatever, right? And, uh, yeah, so we got we exchanged numbers that night. And then I want to say a couple of weeks later, uh, we started jamming. And, man, it was like, Oh, it was like the best feeling because it was, it was exactly what I needed and wanted. And he just got me right away as far as, uh, 
I, I started playing one of my more complex songs that had a really strange arrangement. It wasn't like first chorus, first chorus, like it had all these different parts. And every time I changed, he would just intuitively change with me. And he was such a hard hitter and such a laid back dude as well. Uh, and so it was just like, man, we just hit it off. I'm like, see, this is what I want to do. This is what I want. And that's kind of where I, I got my footing and really learned how to be a front man and learn how to sing uh, properly. I was always, you know, I, I could sing before, but I was kind of doing a lot of bad technique. I would just do a lot of throat singing as opposed to actually, uh, you know, projecting your voice as you should and, and being able to do speech level singing and the whole, the whole gamut. Right. So this is, uh, you know, playing with Brendan has really made me the musician that I am today. And I, I, you know, I venture to guess probably the same for him. I, he seems like the kind of guy he's been super loyal, uh, where he had, uh, you know, a few opportunities to join like different, he's, he was kind of got like that punk rock, like the hardcore punk rock background where he's always sort of had the opportunity to, to slide back into those roles, especially earlier in our, uh, in our music career. Uh, but you know, as, as time has, has gone by and you know, he's got the family now, he's a family man. And um, it's just been kind of, I don't know. It, it, I, I, I get the impression he wouldn't be playing as much if at all, uh, if we weren't still playing. So it's kind of funny how, you know, things happen over time. So, you know, that's kind of how, how that came about. And then, you know, uh, Greg always being uh, a friend of the band or, and we being a friend of his band, uh, kind of the mutual friendship and just mutual respect and all that. It was just a matter of time before, you know, it was just the, you know, the right timing, uh, you know, coming up and then, it, and, you know, and it was, it was, it was 10 years ago, basically 10 years ago on a similar, uh, you know, day to as today. It was, uh, it was, I think it was September, October of uh, 2011 that we started playing. And, um, you know, what really gave us the, uh, the, uh, the wind in our sails, so to speak, is what we needed was, uh, I ended up getting a successful grant for a $10,000 uh, recording, audio recording, uh, that exact fall. So the fall of uh, 2011, uh, we, we, were, uh, we received $10,000 to record a professional album. So and that was what really kick-started this whole project. Ground Level Falcons had a professionally done uh, LP. That was our first album, and that's self-titled. So, And you can find that on you know any of our... Uh, you know, sites and it's on Apple Music and Spotify if you just look us up. So that would be like the self-titled one from 2012 is the, our debut as Ground Level Falcons. And it's the only front to back professional album that we've done because we had the budget to do so. Everything else has been, um, you know, generally done in my studio. And then we'll have Stu, Stu Kirkwood, who was the guy that, uh, that produced and recorded that first album. He comes in and he'll mix it generally speaking he'll come in and mix and master it and then that way we kind of save some costs that way uh so that's kind of how i guess the the beginnings of the band and uh kind of how you know the origins and where you know where brendan and i uh had met and all that to go back a little bit further um i started playing oh man i want to say 16 or 17 like i was underage uh in prince george in british columbia and playing in like blues clubs and they would let me in the back door because I, you know, I'm not of age. So I, I was allowed on the stage and I'd be able to kind of jam with the band, like the house band. And then I'd have to go back out because I wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't of age yet. So, and then eventually it was like, it was very shortly after that they, they started having uh, the, the blues, the jam nights and all that where you could come on. So that's kind of where I, I started learning. That's where I learned was, I, I, I guess I would say like blues rock is kind of where I started. 
And man, those are like epic nights uh, for, you know, a 17 or 18 year old when you're, when you're going up there and getting to play in front of a, an audience of, of adults and all that. Right. So that was kind of uh, where I got the first, um, first taste of playing live and then doing the whole, uh, the, you know, the do it yourself, uh, you know, renting the roller dome or renting like a hall and, you know, putting on your own shows and going around the, the, the city and, and postering for it and all that. We did all, you know, all that kind of old school stuff that, um, you know, that's fun when you're, when you're 18 or 19 and, and, you know, putting on like new year's Eve shows at the, yeah, at the old roller dome and stuff like that. So that was, uh, <laughs> we did, yeah, definitely did like the old, um, you know, like cutting your teeth, uh, putting on your own, you know, renting all the sound gear, you know, putting on your own, uh, like, you know, using this, the set, the soundboard and, and learning how to do live sound and, and uh, learning how to record yourself and all that. So yeah, right from, right from day one, we were, we were pretty interested in, or I specifically, I was very interested in all of that. That is incredible. That's incredible. I wish, I wish he Thanks. was here. He sounds like an amazing guy. I wish he was, I wish he was, you know, here. I wish he kind of came today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, of course. And that sounds amazing if you guys cross paths like that. And that's incredible, that feeling and all that amazing stuff you guys did to going out with the man. And now you got this whole thing going. And that's amazing. Definitely. Yeah, very, uh, feel very, very lucky, you know, like it's at the stage of our, our lives where, you know, a lot of people stop doing this, right? Because it's, uh, you know, there's just life has gotten in the way or, you know, we're, we're, we're we've got families and, and everything. So it's, it would be pretty easy to go, you know what, we had a pretty good run, but uh, you know, I, there's no need to do this anymore, but I, I feel very uh, fortunate that uh, that's not the case. And, and in fact, quite the opposite, uh, you know, we make, we make the, the best of uh, what we can. And, you know, even if that's just the one time a week or uh, that we can get together, uh, we will, always maximized the amount of uh you know amount of what we can get done i'm actually quite surprised uh, or i guess not surprised is the right word but i'm um yeah what would be the word i'm just it's 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 just it's nice it's rewarding that we can get as much done in as short a period of time like these little bursts of of time uh that we can and i think that's only be simply because we've been playing together for so long right so we show up we got two hours on a monday night to uh to practice the stuff so we just get to it. Uh, there's no, you know, we still like BS a little bit between songs and all that. But at the end of the day, we know, okay, in two hours, we got to get this done. So always been very sort of motivated and driven to, um, you know, to make sure that we're, yeah, we have a certain standard that we've, we've, you know, had to uphold for the past uh, 15 years. So it feels pretty good that it's um, not only have we upheld it, we've actually increased the standard or we've raised the bar, so to speak, uh, each time. So Man, you say, yeah, definitely. It's, it, it feels very rewarding and, again, very humbling and, and you know, just, <laughs> just super happy that we're, we're still able to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy for you. And Thank you. I'm glad those things happened to you because they, they didn't, I don't, I don't know, something different would happen in your life. I mean, look at all oh, For sure. There'd be a missing element, right? It's just, I, I've, uh, you know, I might not have as much time for music now but but when i do i, I it has a whole uh, different weight to it right um, and yeah no it's yeah for sure it would be it'd be i i, I can't even imagine it I, I don't even want to think about it it'd be pretty strange not to have it around that being you know uh, the music and, and everything that we're doing yeah it sounds crazy it even feels weird when i imagine it 
Right, right. Yeah. It's insane. Um, but wow, okay, I'm just I'm just taking it all in for me. Um, now I want to know also, what's the whole process that you guys do to making a great hit, making a great song? This whole process. Mm, yeah, yeah, very good question. That's like the million dollar question, right? So, yeah, yeah for, for me, uh, like for example, I guess I'll, I, I'll, like our first single off this album is called Your Face Gives It Away. So, and this one, we, it, we're kind of leading it as a single because it's, okay, so there's a few different things. There's a few different ways you can look at this. Um, so the first thing that we all look at is, is um, you know, uh, how sort of how punchy it might be. Uh, usually, I'll, I'll I'll start with a song that has a more accessible uh, arrangement. As far and what, but what I mean by that is a more sort of typical arrangement, just so it's uh, it's easy for people to digest right off the bat. It's an easy entry point to somebody that may have not heard of you before, right? So if you were to listen to, if some of your listeners, uh, you know, presumably will be listening to us for the first time. Uh, if they listen to your face gives it away, they'll get a good idea. Okay, so this is, it's kind of got the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, right? So a pretty typical arrangement in that sense. But then of course we have our own take on that, right? So uh, I kind of keep that in mind as well as like, I don't, you know, I mean, you can write songs like that fairly easily now because we've done it so often. It's such a tried and, and tested formula. Uh, you know, so, and it works. I mean, there's a reason that there's a, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of number one hit singles have the same kind of arrangement, right? So, uh, but having said that, we also like to switch it up sometimes and release a stranger single, like a, like a one that has a little bit more of a progressive arrangement where it's maybe the arrangement is like a b c d like it doesn't have a repeating part it just kind of goes through and and has this uh or for example i mentioned uh, the song blood memory uh it has um almost like a wordless chorus like it has this really heavy guitar comes in and uh and there's no singing over it other than uh olivia in the background kind of just doing some melodic kind of siren type stuff that doesn't have any words attached to it, right? So not necessarily your typical, uh, you know, typical arrangement nor presentation for a, for a single, but I will often release that as the, the next single, just to kind of show that there's, we aren't just a cookie cutter, uh, you know, uh, as far as arrangement goes, band, right? So I, I like to show as, as diverse as we can be. So. What I ended up doing for this for this album was doing this. So your face gives it away will be the first single, and then uh, the second one is going to be dislocation. So that one is a lot more acoustic. It's actually almost entirely acoustic, like acoustic guitars, nice piano. Uh, so very different, uh, and a very different arrangement as well. So uh, as we sort of mentioned, more progressive. It's almost got four different movements to it as opposed to you know the verse chorus verse chorus type thing. So. Um, it sort of depends on kind of what you're going for, but I purposefully make sure that I put in uh, as much variance in the album as I can. So, but, uh, but having said that, uh, to kind of get back to your, your, your initial question is like, what makes a good song? Uh, I will always lead off with a single that is sort of the most accessible because, you know, at some point you got to realize that you're still 
you know, we have our fan base, but we're always trying to grow our fan base as well, right? So I, I try to start with a song that is the most accessible as far as what people are used to hearing. So that's what we started with, uh, Your Face Gives It Away. Now, as far as the actual songwriting process, uh, yeah, I, I do all the, the songwriting and the lyric writing, and I have it ready, and I have the structure, and then I bring the, uh, the structure of the song with the, the, the theme, let the guys know what it is so they can kind of have it in their head, you know, what the, the song's mood and feel and theme is supposed to be so they can kind of get, you know, get in the mindset of the song, so to speak. And then, uh, you know, and then I'm honestly, I'm totally, I'm, I, you know, I'm jokingly referred to myself as a control freak earlier in the interview, but I, uh, I love, at the end of the day, I love collaboration as well. So I'm completely open to, um, you know, so I, some tweaks along the way is, okay, this, this arrangement's not working, uh, says Greg, right? So Greg will be like, well, why don't we move this part here? And then all of a sudden, oh, boom, okay, I never thought of it like that. My ego doesn't, you know, get irritated. Well, no, I, I wrote it this way. It's nothing like that. In fact, I find that there's going to be more buy-in from the guys if they can get their, you know, their two cents in, so to speak, or not two cents, minimizes it their their hundred dollars or whatever it would be in right so that is um that is kind of the the in, in you know in a nutshell kind of how our song writing and song presentation uh is presented and how it comes about hmm. Hmm. very interesting uh great answer by the way i'm loving it um thank you thanks good question yeah, of course. Well, that's what I'm here for. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I'm here for, you know. <laughs> yeah, driving the ship, driving the ship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I want to know overall of the band, how would you describe your music? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's like, yeah, again, another good good question, right? It's like, and that's like, the, yeah, that's kind of like the, I always view it as like the elevator pitch because people will say, okay, you're in a band, eh? Okay, what do you sound like? That's like the most common go-to question. So I, I always have something pretty concise. I know I've, a lot of my, uh, my answers have been fairly lengthy, uh, but I will try and give this as concise as I can for that reason, because it's kind of like when, you're, you know, when they talk about the elevator pitch, right? You're in the elevator with somebody and you got about 10 seconds, 15 seconds to let them know what you sound like. So I'm going to attempt to do that now. Uh, so we sound like Neil Young meets queens of the stone age so that's uh that's kind of how i would surmise it because I, I think those two projects are so drastically different but having said that um you know neil young is so vast with his influences and his uh you know body of work over the years he's done he's known as the godfather of grunge we were huge into grunge all of us because we're you know, kids of the 90s right so uh, so the grunge, he does the folk. So when we're talking about you know, the, um, the, uh, the acoustic instruments showing up in this album specifically, so very much uh, sort of folk rock side. So he can kind of rock it, you know, rock it out. He's going mean, to keep on rocking in the free world. Great song. And, you know, Hey, Hey, My, My, which is excellent as an electric song or an acoustic song. Um, we're huge fans of Pearl Jam. That's probably my favorite all-time band uh, up there with Neil Young is Pearl Jam. And they can kind of do that that uh, sweet, tender acoustic song, but they can also rock your face off and sort of those, those different elements. That's kind of what I was, the music I grew up with, right? Just having almost two sides, like each side of the coin. So, uh, and that's, that's why I say like, I bring in Queens of the Stone Age because we're very much 
kind of like the stoner rock, uh, very, very fuzzed out guitars. Um, I just love uh, Josh Homme's voice. Like the dude is, you know, six, four, six, five, and yet he sings falsetto quite a bit, which I, which I love. It's just, it's pretty funny. So uh, kind of a juxtaposition of uh, you, you, not the voice you would expect from such a big dude. Uh, so I, and I've always been a huge fan of his songwriting. So I think there's uh, some elements of that in, in our stuff as well. So yeah, Neil Young meets Queens of the Stone Age would be uh, the elevator pitch. Uh, but aside from that, I mean, like, like I mentioned with Greg, as the bass player, man, he does like great, like white guy funk, we call it, you know, like he, he can do all the chili pep, uh, red hot chili pepper kind of stuff. He can play, uh, you know, cello, he can play like the stand up bass with the bow, he can play classical, jazz, everything and everything. Uh, Brendan, as mentioned, has like that, um, you know, that hardcore punk background. So he can do, you know, the, uh, the crazy fast beats. That's kind of what he learned on. So as you can tell, it's a, it's kind of a melting pot of, of different, um, different styles. And then Adrian had a very different style as well. He was kind of more the uh, modern rock. I uh, like mother, mother, but he also liked tool. Like we're all big fans of tool as well. So you can definitely tell, like we have lots of influences and we don't try and copy anybody per se. We all, we just like to let the influences come in uh, when they, you know, when they're called for, I guess. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I was just about to ask you what your influences are, so you answered both my questions. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm glad that's how you go about. Um, I'm glad that's how you are, and that makes you unique too. And that really, that really kind of shines out your whole group together, and I love that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good way of putting it. That's, that's exactly what it is. We want to showcase everybody, right? Like at the end of the day, it's about the song. We're all, we're all about, you know, telling a story with yes. the song, but, yes. but, mm -hmm. but within that we want to be able to, you know, showcase everybody as the, uh, the talented musicians that they all are. Yes, you are correct. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, of course. And speaking of showcase, um, what can you tell us about your showcase later? Sorry, the, uh, the showcase, um, as far as, oh, like, as far as how we're going to be, like, presented to the album, or how we're going, like, our... Like, what can you tell about, like, any teases, or you want to keep it secret? Oh, okay, yeah, you know what, no, so, uh, as far as right now, we are going to be, we have, um, yeah, we're kind of keeping on the secret, is we're going to do a couple of different Facebook live uh, concert announcements upcoming, uh, before Christmas, so we are going to have uh our sort of official performance where we're going to play the album front to back so we're going to do like song one straight because that will be at some point in october uh I, we don't have the date yet but we will uh we will release it so that's kind of uh, uh coming soon and then we always like to do one uh, closer to christmas or somewhere in new year's we're going to do another performance as well and honestly, depending on how things go, we are hoping, fingers crossed, to get back out into the uh, the live music scene as far as like actually in person, getting out into the uh, you know the the pubs and the the bars and the nightclubs again, uh, early spring of next year. So we'll see how it goes. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, that's that's the idea. Um, just as far as um, you know, helping showcase this album further as well. Uh, I got a few other interviews coming up as well. So. Uh, definitely uh, keep your ears open for that. Uh, a couple more uh, radio programs that we're going on, or specifically I'm going on. 
Uh, but you are the, the first. So again, thank you so much for having me on today. It was a great conversation and uh, I, yeah, I just couldn't thank you enough for having you. You're the first, uh, first uh, podcast to, to kind of help, uh, help break the album here. So thank you. Oh, of course, of course. Thank you so much for coming by. Um, I was actually talking about the showcase you're going to have on the show, but um, thanks for sharing what oh. you're doing in the future. Oh, you're okay. So the, as far as the songs that we're going to be playing. Mm -hmm. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So yes, the, uh, the songs that we're going to be playing that you, uh, your audience will hear again, uh, just then uh, thanks to your audience as well for, uh, for listening in. And I really like to hear uh, what, what you, you guys and gals all think of the, uh, the song here. So uh, the first single is going to be your face gives it away. So that'll be uh, song number one. And then uh, the other one is mentioned will be dislocation. So those will be the two songs uh, that we're going to be uh, playing here at the end of the, the podcast. Yay. Awesome. Awesome. Great news. And thanks for pulling it in what's going to happen in the future. And again, really, thank you so much. I cannot wait for what the future holds for you and your group. I'm so proud of you guys. You guys are so amazing. Thanks. Thank you so much. And yeah, again, thank, thank you to you. And, uh, you know, congrats on, on your, uh, your six, the success of your, of your, uh, program here and yeah, keep up the great work. Like just, I know that you're, I know how much work it goes into, you know, especially three episodes a week for a year. Like that, uh, that says a lot about you and your, your work ethic and, and just your listeners and everything. So, uh, honored to be on the show today. And yeah, absolutely. We're, we're definitely going to keep in touch. Obviously, we're following each other now on, on Instagram and all that. And uh, I'm yeah, very much uh, excited to see what uh, comes out of your side of things as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. And this has been Thanks. very great. Um, I know by the tone of your voice, I know you got a lot of things to do. And so you got any lastly things for the fans before, you, before we head off? Yeah, uh, yeah, you know what? I think that's that's pretty much it. I'll just sign off with uh, definitely check out the uh, the album Skyline on. It'll be on Apple Music and uh, Spotify and basically anywhere else. If you if you <laughs> boycott those two uh, platforms, uh, you, we can pretty much be found on any of the other uh, musical platforms uh, that you can find, as well as uh, groundlevelfalcons.bandcamp.com. So that's all ground level falcons, all one word. Bandcamp. Com. That's kind of our hub, our sort of unofficial website. We've got the whole discography on there as well. And, uh, you know, contact info. So if you ever want to reach out, uh, is on there. Um, we also, you know, pretty active on Facebook, uh, such as facebook.com uh, slash ground level falcons, all one word. And we're on, of course, on Instagram and Twitter and, and so forth. All the, uh, the, the regular uh, culprits there as well. So uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from any of you and just let me know how you, you like the songs. Uh, uh, if you do or don't, uh, either way, I appreciate you listening to them. So that's that's great. And uh, and yeah, again, thank you so much. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, thank you for those last few words. Y'all make sure to check out Skyline, now released on all platforms. I drop links down below um, for everybody to listen to. Get these guys to listen. The, they're amazing. As always, make sure to check out our social media, everyone on Wrap It Out podcast. Not Wrap It Up. It's not Wrap It Up. And it's not the Wrap It Out. I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> we're the only ones. We're the only ones with Wrap It Out podcasts. We're the only ones. There we go. The one and only. The one and mm -hmm. only. We're the one and only. And I've even tried to search up another one like us. We're not. We're, the, we're the, like the only ones. So we got that. Oh. There, there we go. That makes it easy, eh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... 
Y'all, um, please do not get it wrong. Just begging you, please don't. <laughs> That's right. Excellent. Yep. Um, yep. I'm switching up right now, and we're pretty much the only ones. So we got lucky. <laughs> okay. Yeah, beauty. That's great. Okay, yeah, musically, thanks again. I will send you those uh, those MP3s here. I'm actually gonna have a quick uh, quick bite to eat, but I will send them to you a little bit later tonight. Is is that okay? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Take your time and send them away. Oh, beautiful. No, that sounds great. Okay, and thanks. Yeah, let's keep in touch. We'll. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you sooner than later. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, by the way, for the fans, where are you most active? Like, if they, if they want to message you, where are you most active? You know what? Yeah, good question. I, uh, I check Facebook. I think I'm, I guess, maybe old school, but that way. I check Facebook more often than not. Twitter, I find to be a little bit uh, negative. Like, it gets a little bit uh, riled up up there. So, I use it, obviously, for uh, advertisements. Instagram, I can see myself <laughs> wasting just spending a lot of time on Instagram. I love Instagram, so I kind of try and uh, uh, keep myself to a minimum on, on Instagram as a result. So definitely Facebook. I would, that would be the spot to get hold of me. All right, all right. All right, perfect. And I'm going to have to message you again on Facebook because we got to keep you up dated. But thank you. I want, we, want, we all want to know. So in the case they want Excellent. to text you anything. Of course, yeah. No, I'd love to hear from from uh, from anybody and everybody. Awesome, 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 awesome. All right. Um, I think that should be everything. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. Check out their new album released, fresh out of the oven. Check it out. Check out social media. Thank you guys so much for coming by. Um, and I think that should be it. Thank you, Matt, for coming by. Um, we'll keep in touch, and I'll be messaging you later on Facebook. So check messenger. That sounds great. Thanks so much, Musically. I definitely uh, so appreciative and and uh, yeah, just pleasure was all mine. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course you've been so amazing. And I know you gotta get going, but I appreciate you taking an hour out of your day to do this. You've been so amazing, and I cannot wait for more music from you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for the kind words. And yes, uh, feeling is completely mutual. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time. I'm I'm sure you're uh, very busy as well. So. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a really great to connect and, and meet a, you know, a new, a new, uh, new friend. Like you can tell that we're going to be friends. So very much appreciate oh, yeah. it. And uh, we're going to be friends we'll, for a very long time. Yeah. There you go. Love it. That's excellent. Well, have a great rest of your night. And yeah, we'll be, I'll be in touch shortly with, uh, with the, uh, uh, I'll look for you on Facebook and, uh, or your invite, and then I'll send you the, the music here right away as well. Awesome. Yeah. I set a trial, um, like, so let me know if you get that, and if not, then I'll have to figure out something else. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll definitely let you know. Oh, and I also have been, uh, Facebook. It's called, um, I think it's called Wrap It Out Musical.ly. Um, but if you search up Wrap It Out, we'll have, we'll have like a page, and you can just message me if you want. Okay, for sure. I'll look for that. You bet. Awesome. Awesome. All right. No, that's really good. Thank you so much. And yeah, I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye, y'all. Take care.